You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am so incredibly delighted today because this conversation, folks, is going to absolutely light you up. I know you're already feeling it. You're like, ooh, what's this about? What's going on? This is going to be magical, folks. We're talking today about creative solutions for broken systems, and I cannot, I mean, if you've listened to me for more than a second, you know that this is so near and dear to my heart. If we don't start coming up with some viable solutions that work, that create win-win-win scenarios, then we are destined to repeat all of this really fun stuff that we have found ourselves in the middle of. So let's let's not do that, right? Let's see if we can't maybe innovate a little bit more, maybe learn from our lessons and maybe start talking with each other and maybe start doing things a little bit differently. And today's guest is absolutely on fire around this. And and that's what makes me so excited because those of us who are willing to light up and say, you know what? No, like, I know we can do this differently. I know we can do this better. And yeah, maybe we didn't know better and we don't feel horrible about ourselves, but we can certainly learn from that and, and make better choices. And, and so anyway, Kimberly Faith joins us today. She's Super, super amazing. I'm going to have her come on here in a moment. You'll be able to feel her um, and, and get excited about this as well. She's the author of Your Lion Inside. I could get into her bio, folks, but it would be quite ridiculous. She's just amazing. She's touching lives. She's making changes. She's empowering people to do things better and different and successful, right? And that's, isn't that what lights us all up? And so without further ado, I'm going to bring Kimberly on to join us. Kimberly Faith. Kim, thanks so much for joining us today. I am so delighted to have you here. I was thrilled to be asked, Tonya, so thank you. (laughs) Well, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're diving right in, and we're going to let everyone know what are your superpowers. So my superpowers, oddly enough, is systemic intelligence. Um, I am able to scan. (laughs) I kid you not. I am able to scan systems, whatever the system is, whether it's healthcare or education or a company or even a family system, scan a system and see the connections in ways that other people don't. I've been doing it for over 30 years. Well, I would say that definitely qualifies as a superpower. And I knew we were kindred spirits. I haven't, I haven't referred to it in that way, but you know, I call it kind of reading the field and seeing the patterns and stuff. And so, mm. so it feels like they're complementary. but I love the fact that you, you, you like, you're in it. You're like, wait, hold up. And um, the, that heart of the matter, right? The, the, to be able to pierce through what appears to be there is really in alignment with what we're seeing all across the board, it, whether it's, kind of technology, whether it's political, whether it's consciousness, is, is this like, wait, how do we know? And, and are we sure we just want to consume that without asking a few questions first, right? That's, that's really where we got our start was in the counter intel due diligence stuff. And so, um, so it makes sense to me that we're going to see this applied across the board, but you know, and I know, and maybe not everybody knows, but this isn't normal. Like, like I'm shocked at how many people have been able to be successful without thinking in this way. So Why, what is it? Did something happen for you? Have you just magically always been this way or what, what I'm sure you've asked, like, why do I see these things and other people don't? 
That's true. I love that question, actually. Um, you know, it was life has a funny way of placing you where you're supposed to go. So whereas <laughs> you, you know, you came in through, um, you know, a military intelligence, so to speak. I actually my first job out of college, I was working with an organization where they were talking about systems thinking and Dr. Peter Singe and some of the work from that book, The Fifth Discipline. And so there I was, I was in my early 20s out there talking to thousands of people saying, you know, we're all in this boat together, right? <laughs> um, what's happening on one side of town does affect the other. And so that's where I found my love for it. And it felt so natural that I've been doing it ever since. Oh, I love it. And, and it, is, it, it is kind of that magical, right? When you find yourself in the gap and, and all of your kind of abilities and experiences kind of symbiotically come together to, to make the way for that. And it's, um, there's nothing quite as magical as that folks, but, and let, let, let's kind of circle back around here to this idea of the title of the show has is a mouthful because we're, we're talking about creative solutions, but we're also claiming that we're identifying some broken systems. And, and so it is a two parter, um, we're going to, we're going to cut to a break here, but when we, when we come back, I really want to touch on why the juxtaposed concepts there, this broken system idea and then the creative solutions and why we're seeing both right now. This is a, this is a pretty heady conversation, folks. So you're not going to want to miss it before we cut to break. Kim, where can people go to find out more about you? They can go to my book website, yourlioninside.com or find out more about me at kimberlyfaith.com brilliant folks go check her out she is remarkable and you're really going to enjoy that we'll also have links to the book on the episode page um but be sure you spend some time in, in, in her little ecosystem it's super fascinating and her perspective is really really valuable and so look through that lens if you're if you're thinking that maybe you're being stretched a little bit and this is this is this is uh this is resonating with you but stay with us and we'll unveil a lot more when we come back stay tuned folks we'll be we'll be here and uh we will it's just, this is like going on and on. Kimberly. I don't think I want to leave. I'm, ready. I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't want to go to break. Okay. 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 Tonya discipline, discipline, focus, focus, focus. All right. We will be right back folks. And we will talk more. I promise. Hello everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, executive director of superpower experts. And we want to thank each of you for making superpower up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness healthy living disrupting reality the pursuit of consciousness responsible entrepreneurship and radical parenting matter we now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge for you the change makers the light bearers the way showers we say thank you if you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Rekla. We're talking today with Kimberly Faith about creative solutions for broken systems. And you all got to hear me before the break fumble all over myself. I kind of just want to sit and have coffee with Kim. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit selfish right now. I don't know that I want to share her with you all. But but alas, I, I'm, I'm happy to continue doing so because her brilliance needs to be heard. And specifically around these concepts, um, Kim, before the break, we said, okay, there's creative solutions and broken systems. Like, Let's start there. Like, like, but I know we don't like to look at it. It's uncomfortable, but, but what's going on, right? Why, why does it appear sure. that all of our systems simultaneously are broken? 
Well, to be honest with you, what we're living through right now with this pandemic, it's, it's, it's brought us an increased awareness of how broken the systems are. Because in reality, we were all very busy beforehand and, and we weren't paying a whole lot of attention to it. We kind of hear mm-hmm. some things bubbling up, but all of a sudden it's become front and center. And we see our healthcare systems in trouble. We see our government systems. We see our education systems. And I could go on and on. And so it's actually going to be a good thing once we get on the other side of this. Mm, I love that you're saying that because it's easy to complain, right? It's easy for us to kind of sit back and point fingers and, and to blame, right? In election year, that's really, really easy to do. Um, so what's the answer though? What, how do we approach that? I know we kind of sure. alluded to that. It's not a trick question, but, but, but I do think it, it calls for some creativity, but viable okay. creativity, right? It does. So let's talk about the first thing is let's look at where we invest our emotional bandwidth. Two very important words, emotional bandwidth. And so when you understand systems and the way they operate, and I actually see systems like personalities. I mean, I've now had the privilege to train or coach over 30,000 leaders from 24 different industries. And so each system has a personality. Um, I literally can intuit what the personality is of each system, just as if you and I were having going to a cocktail mm-hmm. party together. That systems have personalities. And it's really important to remember that two things. There are no heroes. And there is no single person or entity to blame. And I see, uh, yeah, so I, I hear the laughter because I see a lot of people become trapped in this. Life is not that simple. And fixing these systems is not going to be up to one individual to save us or one institution that buries us. It is much more complex than that. But we are designed for the times, Tanya. So I have a lot of hope about this. I really do too. And in fact, we're seeing more people um, who it's it's the willingness to want to work together is is there for a lot more people. We, you know, uh, my original marching orders were, you know, God and I kind of had it out for a few rounds, and 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 part of it was, you know, bring everyone into the same conversation and and get people to work together, right? And I said, no, thank you. I politely declined. And I'm like, I don't really work well with other people. You know, I'm not really all that interested in that model. Thanks. And I didn't like group work in school. I, you know, it just wasn't the surveillance team kind of pushed my limits. Right. And so, um, of course, you know, this relentless pursuit thing occurs and, and spirit goes where spirit goes and the longing was right. still there. And so I said, okay, fine. You know, let's, let's dive into this. Like, let, let's take a look. And I, egotistically thought that fine then obviously people aren't cooperating or collaborating because there's the system isn't right so let's just build the place where they can collaborate and then they naturally will and i was really disappointed to find out that that they didn't and so, so that led me on this whole trajectory of like the study of holacracy and what happened with zappos and and how do we build systems and stuff that really do create a collaborative environment that people can operated. And, and, and in my frustration, I, I wrote the article, do you suffer from premature collaboration? And, um, you know, really, really, really uh, lit that up a little bit for myself. But but we've been in this deep study of, of the fact that there it does require two components. It requires the systems and the environments and the processes and everything that inculcates it, the culture, all of that stuff. But it also requires some developmental aspect. We can, we can force people to cooperate through rules and regulations and teach them to, to work together, even if they don't want to, even if they don't like each other. But the, but collaboration takes on this whole other kind of element that requires a decent level of actualization. And so once we were able to put all that together, of course, the, the main foundational work at Superpower Experts became those foundational pieces, making sure that we could bring our whole selves into a collaboration because 
we've seen that work miracles. In fact, if you're even able to go higher than that, right, first you master your personal power, but if you're able to go into that, what we consider the superpower space, like where you're sitting using your obvious gifts and your gap, um, then you're able to do what we call synergistic collaboration, which is where we recognize that there's an energy between us that creates. When we give into that, the truly miraculous occurs. Um, and that's where we find the solutions. And, and all of it's predicated on both the systems and the individuals within the system truly being able to feed into a collaborative. And that requires some level of cellular confidence about the self. It does. Um, it does. And the thing is, though, is that we're being asked to, I think what we're being asked to do right now is to, I think that nature offers us some of the best intelligence for how to begin to look at systems. We've been pushing against the grain of way things are actually meant to be for a very long time. Um, and I'm encouraging a lot of people to slow down and look at how nature regenerates itself. Look at the things that are ebb and flow in nature. So we, in our kind of masculine um, um, energy over the past, you know, few thousand years, um, it's time now to balance that out with both the feminine energies where both are equally important because both have things that are amazing and both have limitations. And so now what we're asking is how do we look at those unintended consequences for whatever we're developing? Does that resonate? It super resonates. And, oh, I apologize if there's interference there. It super resonates. The, um, and, and I mean, you just said so much in, in the course of that, the, a lot of that mimics what we're seeing in the design of, uh, in terms of the organization and the, what yes. we're calling divine design, right? The self-perpetuating, scalable, sustainable models. Like they're super brilliant. And also what, what you started alluding to there was this concept of the polarities, right? Like this idea yes. of how many, how much longer are we going to try to operate from both ends of the spectrum, right? We're, we're trapped. We're trapped by, so when we say polarities, this actually came from a vein of, of leadership thought um, made popular by Dr. Barry Johnson. But the world right now is trapped in an either or mentality. Either this is the answer or this is the answer. And what we're all being asked to do is to move to both and the answer. So let's just use a simple example, inhaling and exhaling. Uh, are, would we agree, would you agree that both inhaling and exhaling are important? Yes. Okay. So we both know that when we're looking at something as simple as inhaling and exhaling. When I go into organizations within the first 15 to 30 minutes, I can simply listen to the conversations and how much emotional bandwidth is wasted debating is the proverbial inhale or exhale most important. Because we've come from a, a framework where we believe that it either has to be Republican or Democrat. It either has to be on one country or another. It either has to be masculine or feminine. And what we're being asked to do is to understand that both have their place. Mm, that's beautiful. And, and, the, and the both and space is, is being also, it's predicated on the willingness to, to look at the contradictions, right? It, um, you know, I'm incredibly transparent in my journey. And what's fascinating to me is when I find that I'm actually holding contradictions and have for a very long time, but in any moment, if you were to ask me about something in a particular vein, I would respond in a specific way. And it would be contradictory to someone had asked me in a different way. And I would respond in that way. And, and if someone was listening, it was like, well, but you just said, I'm like, I know. Yeah. And that's true too. And it's like, oh, isn't that interesting? Yep. Both are true. And it's like, all you can do really is like check in. And, and again, that requires a high degree of psychological privilege to be able to sit in the both and space. It does. And so let me give you an example. People are having a lot of conversations around the healthcare system. 
um, and a lot of conversations around the COVID. Um, is it real? Is it not? Is the healthcare doing right? Is it not? And so the conversation I've been having with people is yes, COVID is real as we know it. And yes, is it is possible that we're being manipulated. Both happen at the same time. <laughs> so healthcare system, they do some amazing things. I've worked with thousands of leaders in healthcare systems and the system is broken. The fact that we allowed people to go into a hospital during this time and die alone is unacceptable. We have lost our balance of heart with the head and the decisions that we're making. And so that is one example of many, I could go all day long about this, but one example of many of how we have lost balance between the two. And it really yeah. offers a very fertile breeding ground for the, um, my, my awareness has went to a number of places. It, it offers a really fertile breeding ground for a lot of the social unrest that we're seeing too, because it, it, we, you know, we get really uneasy when we don't know what to lean into, what to trust. And, um, during all of this time, one of the most obvious things to us has been that there just seems to be this widening of the chasm between the cans and the cannots. And unfortunately, some of it, or I'm not going to say unfortunately, that's not mine to say, but that it seems to be pointing to the um, that psychological privilege placed in the sense of, can you access internal peace regardless of what the environment looks like around you? Or can you not? And, and, or, and or said a different way is like, do you know kind of where to lean into um, for that that guiding light? Because when when everything appears to be, um, you know, untrue or, or it's impossible to, to kind of find that, you don't have a lot of mechanisms available to you unless there's some sort of a something that you lean into to discern that and some people it's logic you know some people it's, it's reason some people it's faith you know whatever whatever that might be for you the uh, most of us don't think about it until we need it and so we're not you know exercised in, in it that we don't have any muscle memory in leaning into something other than our own fear and it, so it creates a lot of angst um but let's you know yes. so 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 we're talking we're talking about those oh go ahead hon I was just going to say that point about fear. So what my barometer was, 10 years ago, I went through a very difficult time in life where I lost everything. Everything personally and professionally, um, I wrote about it in my book, but I came to a point in my life where there was nowhere to go but up. Literally, I could not disappoint any more people. I could not shatter expectations any more than they were already shattered. From that moment on, what I found my barometer was, is am I making this choice out of fear or out of love? Out of fear or out of love? And whenever I made a decision out of fear, it always put me in a defensive place. It always put me in a place that brought my consciousness down. I never ended well when I was walking through the world, living in a space of fear. So I shifted. I consciously shifted that perspective, the lens through which I saw the world. Am I making this choice out of love for something, someone, myself, for others? That has an entirely different energy than the energy of fear. And that's what I believe each of us are being invited to look at right now. Yeah, we're definitely synced up because that was the exact question I was going to ask you is what, what we need. We need some like in the moment solutions, folks. And, and you know, we have programs on this. I love Kim. I love your suggestion. I know Kimberly works with people on this. So make sure that you're getting support in this area, folks. If you're finding that over and over and over and over and over and over again, you're making yes. the same decisions that create the same results. Like you don't have to stay on that hamster wheel. You yes. can get off, and and the, she just she, what she said was so beautiful. We we incorporated incorporated that into our marriage early on. I remember, like it, it was just this reality of like like if I look at you through love first, 
like it's fine. Like we can get through it together. If I choose to separate and go into fear, there's no coming back from that place, right? You have to reconcile that because when we separate from each other, we can do horrible, horrible, horrible things to each other because we don't see ourselves in that other person any longer. That's what leads to, you know, we could, you know, yes. don't get us started and all the race relations stuff that, that is just, I mean, this isn't new folks. This, this is what happens when we refuse to put that heart into things. And, um, and, it and also you can do has, yourself. It also has to do with the energy that we send out in the world. So let me give you an example. Back when the, the NASA case happened with the gymnastics a few years ago, I was horrified, Tanya, to listen to Rachel Den Hollander, who was reading her testimony and her love for all of those girls, hundreds of girls, that because she fought hard enough to bring that case to justice, at that moment, when I was listening to her, I could feel the rage. I was angry, and I wanted someone to be responsible. If I could have ripped the head off of someone at that moment, and I felt in that moment of rage, I felt the darkness descend. And it was a very important moment, because at that split second, I went, wait a minute. That takes me down a place of harm, and I'm creating, I'm now stepping into the harm of what the world is trying to do. And so I purposely and consciously shifted my focus, and I tapped into the love that that Rachel had for the girls. I tapped into the bravery of the girls coming out and testifying, and I tapped into the people who were fighting for justice, and my focus shifted. So I still had the same reaction as far as wanting to take down the system, but my intention behind it was very different. Very beautiful. Well, and, and again, like we talked about before, when we go to that space, we can see those solutions. Yeah. Um, and, and ultimately it's recognizing that we don't know and our vantage point is limited. And that was, I remember when Justin and I were teaching at the counterintelligence school, that was one of the most frustrating things for the students was like, it, it, it depends, right? Like, like you have to be okay with the ambiguity that goes back mm-hmm. to that both and situation. And, and we, we've, we've been taught that there's right and wrong, good and bad. And it's like, and what if we have to have some allowances for perspective in order to see how we're going to be guided in that conversation, not necessarily just by the rules and the laws, but who informed yes. the rules and the laws? How did we come to those? Right. And so, so it's not as simple as saying, well, but this is just how it is. It's like, yeah, but, but what might be in question is why? And, and should it continue to be that way? And, and, and yes, it takes work and, and, it, and it's not always comfortable, but neither is continuing to bang our heads up against the wall. So, yes. Yes. you know, I'm, I'm happy to walk through whatever fire has to happen to get out of something, you know, like that's not an issue. But, but I know that that can be terrifying for a lot of you listening. And so start with what Kim's talking about, folks. Look at, just, just take that moment in a pot. All it takes to break a habit is to first start with breaking a behavior. And if you can just get in the habit of breaking that behavior, like instead of just running off with the emotions, go, wait, 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 stop. Where's this going to take me? Because all of you have enough proof in your life that that doesn't ever lead anywhere good, right? So, so take a pause and say, okay, how am I looking at this? You know, am I coming from love? Am I coming from fear? And if you may be able to lie to yourself, but I'll tell you, if you can't completely relax every cell in your body, we, you know, we talked to you, it's like, pray with your toes, right? Like wiggle your toes <laughs> while you're telling yourself that. And if you can't, because you forgot you had toes, because you're in such a rage, like, that's an indicator, take a breath, get wiggle your toes, right? And, and open your heart up. And, and even if you can't get to love, at least get to the place where it's like, maybe I don't know everything. 
just just that is enough to go okay i just stop for a moment right and and and, and yes. you can catch a breath there and you at least make a pause and and just keep doing that and you may not always do it and you may not always be successful but do it once and, and if I you find, screw up again go back and do it twice right like you just keep picking away at this folks absolutely and i find actually that when we slow down enough to at least acknowledge a feeling because see we've been taught to blow right past feelings feelings are a dashboard a way for us to even read what our soul is saying but we either go explosively into a feeling without stepping back and taking a look at it or we ignore it i mean there was a time in my life i literally had to print out a page of what feelings were because someone would say how do you feel i had no barometer to explain what i felt because mm -hmm. of things that i had lived through and those feelings lead us down a path of understanding our intuitive intelligence. Our intuition and our feelings are an intelligence. And I believe that we're entering a time of being asked to tune into that more. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I absolutely agree. And, and again, you are incredibly delightful. Folks, go check out Kim's stuff. Kim, where, where can we send them again to learn more? So KimberlyFaith.com to learn more about me, or I'd love to see people on LinkedIn. I'm also on Twitter. I am Kim Faith. And then you can read more about the book and even download a free inspiration guide at yourlioninside.com. Brilliant. We'll have those links on the episode page. Kim, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I so adore you. And I love that you're diving into this with such zeal and, and really, I, you know, warms my heart knowing that, that you're out there in the world and you're going to get there. Like you're going to dig that up and you're going to inspire people to do things differently and, and you're going to teach them how to and, and it's 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 exciting so I'm, I'm happy to know that you're out in the world doing your thing i would say the same thing to you sweet sister you inspired me just by looking at your work and what a bright light you and all of your family and the people that are working with you are so thank you thrilled mm -hmm. that our, our paths have crossed at this time beautiful beautiful well ditto that folks to all of you out there we love you we appreciate your loyalty we know you're sharing this the numbers keep growing it's quite ridiculous and miraculous simultaneously and we're thrilled to see it we know that it's it's hitting home and and, and it's it's beautiful that's by design and so glad to see that that's working keep sharing it folks if you know people who need hope if they just need a different perspective this is free so they can consume passively anonymously to the heart's content we're never going to bug them um that is our gift to the world please 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 share this out and if you're wanting more training we also do the video training series the im series Again, you, you can watch that, it's a free gift. You dive into it as much as you want. If you need support, folks, we are here to help you. Please, please, please take advantage of that. Um, but until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care of yourselves, folks, and take care of each other. We love you, goodbye for now. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.